Welcome, everyone, to Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. If you listen to on Spotify or SoundCloud or any of those other podcast sites, please give us a follow and let us know what you think. If there's someone you want to hear from, let me know. Send me an email at info at authorsontheair.com. I hope you all had a lovely Valentine's Day. Mine ran a little bit late yesterday when my family came over. My two grandkids climbed me like a like a tree, used me like a bounce house, and rode me around like a horse. So I'm now battered and bruised. But fortunately, my guest tonight, Joe Hart, who was going to be here with his co-writer, Richard Brown, who's ill right now, is back. And Joe knows me and understands that if I'm broken, the show goes on anyway. Let me tell you a little bit about Joe. He doesn't give a lot away in his bio, so we're going to ask him some questions. Um, He was born and raised in northern Minnesota, where he still resides. Joe, of course, realizes I live in southwest Florida, and so our weather is vastly different. Uh, He's been writing horror and thriller fiction since he was nine. He is the author of, he says, 11, I think it's 14 novels and numerous short stories, including the books The River is Dark, Lineage, and The Last Girl. When he's not writing, Joe likes to read. He enjoys working out and watching movies with his family. He likes to spend time outdoors. Um, I'm thrilled to welcome back Joe Hart. Joe, welcome. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me on. I love having you on. You have the best <laughs> books. They mostly scare the crap out of me, but they keep me awake, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, right, right. So, yeah. so you have a new book out now that is you have co-written with your friend mm-hmm. and who I'm sorry to say is sick this evening and couldn't join us. Yeah. Um yeah. this is this is your first young adult novel, correct? It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 And I was just going to say, you know, Richard really wanted to be on tonight. I, I got a hold of him this afternoon because, yeah, he was down and out. So he apologized. He really wanted to be on with you and stuff. But yes. So I will do my best well, to fill in for him here. So I, I'm sure you will. The new book is called I'll Bring You Back. And it's unlike anything of yours that I've read before. Now, I realize that since you um, are writing for young adults, you maybe had to dial back a little bit of the thrills and the chills that come along with a normal Joe Hart book. But how does Mm -hmm. this project itself come about? Because I don't think you've ever co-written with anybody else. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, no. Great question, because it was uh, was a first time, actually, for both Richard and I... um, uh, co-writing something, it was it kind of just it kind of sprung from us becoming friends, actually, which is kind of a funny thing. We uh, I was on his podcast when you know, when he used to have a kind of a podcast that he did a while back, and he interviewed me a couple times, and we just kind of hit it off as far as chatting and, and uh, corresponding and whatnot. So we we chatted for probably a year or two before we ever got around to this idea that we we both kind of fell in love with and it was it was originally Richard's kind of idea he said you know we were talking one night and he said I have this kind of crazy idea I think a young adult novel and they said it's this idea won't leave me alone so we started chatting about it and we didn't know exactly what it was going to be but uh, we spoke about it for months at a time just kind of hashing things out to figure out what we were going to do with it and we realized it was novel and uh, definitely a young adult and uh, has some, you know, fantastical elements and kind of some little bit, little bit of suspense and psychological suspense and mystery and whatnot mixed in there, but definitely 
yeah, so it just kind of spun out from there from us kind of just talking this idea and then finally we decided to, to write it. So, yeah. Um, is, is it difficult or was it an adjustment to figure out how to write with somebody else, particularly because I think your um, styles are so different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was funny because it was, uh, you know, we, we didn't know exactly what to expect either since we'd never co-written anything and we'd never written together, obviously. So we didn't know exactly what to expect. So uh, I just kind of started off the first chapter. We, we figured out that we needed to kind of switch back and forth from writing one chapter to the next. And we thought, you know, it's a very good way to kind of blend styles, uh, make sure our writing flows from one page to the next, that type of thing. And, and that's kind of how we broke it down rather than writing, you know, one half of the book and the other half, you know, with somebody else or vice versa, you know, where we were on every page together, we decided to just kind of go chapter to chapter. And uh, it was, wow. it was, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we, we had a few little things that we would do is we would, you know, each write a chapter and then we would switch chapters and we would kind of edit each other. And that, uh-huh. seemed to, that seemed to be able to actually integrate some of our own style and voice in each chapter. So, so then, you know, Richard Strapper didn't necessarily sound just like him, and my chapters didn't sound just like me. So, right, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, will you tell listeners a little bit about I'll Bring You Back, which is the mm-hmm. title of your new book that you wrote with Richard Brown? Sure. Yeah, so I'll bring you back. Uh, it's really centered around these, these two kind of younger characters, uh, London and David, and they're growing up in a, kind of a small town in Colorado. Uh, and really what, what kind of the format of the book is, is we start off with them. They are together. Um, they're kind of romantically involved. They're 17, almost 18 years old. They're getting ready to graduate high school. Um, there's a little tumultuous thing right at the beginning they're, if they're, they're with their relationship. Uh, with London is, is going kind of out of state to a new college, and David doesn't really have a whole lot of options at this college that he wants to go with her, and she wants him to come with with her to this, this kind of amused place and uh, everything is kind of interrupted by this uh, it's just a, it's an accident kind of a road, uh, and he ends up in a coma and that's kind of where the, the story launches from and then we kind of alternate chapters back and forth with uh, we see them growing up together how they met uh, how they became friends and all the trials and tribulations that you know were included in their relationship as they grew you know older together and slowly realizes that, you know, their friendship was developing into something more. And, and, and basically what, what we end up as, you know, is, is London actually trying to bring David back out of his coma. Uh, and because she slips into this kind of this very dark, decaying, other otherworldly place. She's not sure how she got there, but it's basically kind of a representation of David's mind as he's slipping away. And she really, you know, this is the, her whole task in the, the entire book is to bring him back out of the coma before the darkness, you know, kind of encapsulates and, and, and just kind of and, and surrounds them. So uh, so it's really, it's definitely a love story at its center. Uh, it's about these two kids that grew up together and fell in love and, you know, she's willing to go to the ends of the earth for him to, to bring him back so they can be together. So, yeah. yeah. 
it's so different from from what I'm used to reading from you. And mm-hmm. um, although I've not read Richard's books, um, but he has a series called Dead Highways, and it seems mm-hmm. to be kind of post-apocalyptic or, mm-hmm. um, you know, that style of writing, which is fine. I mean, I happen to like dystopian everything. So, mm-hmm. um uh, it, but so this doesn't have a hint of either of your styles of individual writing in it. It's just completely different. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting that this is what you chose to write together. And right. um, the cover is also very interesting to me. Um, you're, you're the, it's very symbolic looking. So anybody who wants mm-hmm. to see the book, go to Amazon or go to Joe's page or go to Richard's page and look at the cover. Um, it's kind of the living and the light against the dark and the dying and the tree, a very symbolic looking tree. Uh, you have mm-hmm. to look closely to understand since you now know what the story is about. Um, did you publish this by your, on your own or did you go yeah. to uh, – you did it by yourself this time. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was kind of a it was a kind of half and half deal. So we we had kind of approached some other publishers, uh, you know, about going a more traditional route. And you know, in the end, it, it kind of worked out that we were probably going to just kind of self-publish. But uh, we actually did get a deal for the you know audio version uh, of the book. Oh, fabulous! So we actually were. Yeah, so we're published through Brilliance Audio for, you know, the audio side and whatnot, which was great. They're they're wonderful over there. They did a great job. Um, Emma yes. Calvin is our narrator, so she did, you know, um, uh, some, some great books. She's, a, she's an awesome talent and stuff. So we were thrilled to get her. And, um, yeah, I know we were really happy with, with that. And you know, we had both self-published many times before, and this is – it was – kind of the, the, how it worked out and whatnot, and we, you know, it was our first rodeo, so we kind of just got back <laughs> into, uh, you know, how uh, our little systems of, of setting things back up, advertising and marketing and, and different things like that, uh, and yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a really good experience, uh, so it was kind of the best of both worlds a little bit there, where we got to self-publish kind of the the uh, audio, or the um, physical book and the ebook, and then the audio was handled by Brilliance. So yeah, no, it worked out really well. So have you listened to the audio book yourself, the entire thing? I've listened to all of it. Uh, it's one thing. It's kind of funny. Richard and I were talking about it. Uh, I've you know I, I have I don't know how many you know uh, versions of of my books. You know they're they're in audio. It's pretty, I think it's almost every one of my novels. I'm not, I'm trying to think of any one of my novels isn't in audio, but um, I, I listen, I, I kind of skip around and I listen to, you know, a few chapters at the beginning and then I'll kind of skip forward and listen to some in the middle and the end and whatnot. And it's, it's, I think part of it's my own personal thing where when I'm finished with the book and done with it, I, I will be, you know, I'm kind of starting to move on to something else. And, uh, but I, but I, I don't always listen to the whole thing. And it's, I don't know if it's a weird thing about listening to my own writing or whatnot. It's your own writing. Yeah. Right. I won't even go back and, you know, after I'm done editing and, you know, proofreading and all these, you know, the different layers, but, you know, you get to the point where it's published. Right. And I'm kind of like, I'm done and it's, and it's like, okay, it's finished. And I've gone through it 20 times, you know? So, uh, yeah, so I've, I've, I definitely listened to uh, quite a bit of the book, but I haven't listened to it from start to finish. So, yeah. I, I'm curious how it felt hearing what 
in reading your story, even though you wrote from a woman's, you know, a young, a young woman's point of view, an 18 year old woman's point of view, um, if, if the intention, the inflection, the timbre, the tone, the pacing was what you expected, is it, does it feel like it's your book still? It was, yes, it was so much. I mean, Emma was, we, we got a choice of a few narrators, which was great with brilliance. You know, we, we, we had listened to a couple of different takes on, you know, the voice talent and whatnot. And Emma just absolutely shined, you know, when we both listened to Richard and I both listened to her, you know, kind of little snippet of the book and whatnot. And she absolutely blew it out of the water. So we were, we were thrilled with that. And it was, it was, you know, she, you know, she plays London in the book and um, she was London. That's, that's who she was. She was the character. So we both were just ecstatic to have her. So, yeah. Oh, good for you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, our, our readers will love to know that's in an audible because we have a huge following for audible books. I did a panel one time on, on audible, I, on audiobooks. I've never listened to an audiobook. I mean, no, okay. I used to, yeah. Never. <laughs> I'm afraid my mind will wander. You know, if I'll put, I can't just sit back and listen to someone talking. So I'm always, af- I'm afraid of that. I, I really, literally, I'm afraid that I'll miss part of it, even though I read copious amounts of books. Um, I still remember the books that I've read, you know, maybe not every detail. And of course, if one stands out to me, I'm going to read it. But I'm always curious if I go to author signing, particularly. And the author, it doesn't happen very often, but will read passages from his book and how mm-hmm. different it sounds to me versus how it sounds by the creator of the characters in the dialogue. So, you right. know, it's, it's very insightful to hear somebody else saying the words out loud. Now, you have other projects going on. Um, you're not just sitting around idly doing nothing and watching movies I'm assuming (laughs) you you always seem to have something happening whether it's a short story collection or whatever you have a lot of things happening and you've read a lot of short stories and novellas you've had you put out I think two or three collections so Mm -hmm. and um, uh, what's happening now with Joe Hart yeah so we got a couple you know like to say several irons in the fire. Um, I've been writing a few more screenplays recently, uh, so there's a few things really? on horizon. Yeah, so there's a few things wow. going on in the Hollywood division and whatnot. So we'll see what happens there, which is exciting. It's always fun. Um, yeah. I, I I did have a uh, my collection, my second collection of short stories come out in October. Uh, I still published that one. Uh, that's something that came through. It was in other stories. It was the name of that one. Um, uh, and yeah, and, and kind of the interim between that kind of 2019, that was pretty busy. I wrote uh, two novels and then that collection and the screenplay. Uh, so yeah, there's a few things that are just, you know, kind of in that neutral zone where things are kind of done and we're going to see where they go and what happens and whatnot. So um, yeah, my newest book that I just finished is kind of a psychological thriller with a little supernatural undertones and whatnot. So uh, we're going to kind of see cool. what happens with that. So, yeah, exciting things coming in 2020. Yeah. Um, I noticed on your recommended books list that, of course, you put Cormac McCarthy on there, The Road, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Stephen King, which doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me. And I know you're yeah. friends with Blake Crouch, so that doesn't surprise yeah. me. What did surprise yeah. me, though, was that you had the Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling on there. Was that because mm. you enjoyed it, or is it because you shared that with your kids? 
Oh, both, both actually. Yeah, no, I yeah. love I love those stories. It was. Uh, um, Me too. It, it, it was one of those funny things when um, my daughter was born. Oh gosh, now she's sixteen now. So yeah, so fifteen, sixteen years ago. Wow. Kind of got got in the tradition of reading whatever Harry Potter book, the newest one was out, I would read to her, you know, in the evenings, um, you know, when she was going to bed, when she was one, two, three years old and whatnot. And that's usually how she went to sleep. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, fantastic story. I mean, just unbelievable storytelling and characters and, and yeah, it's, it's hats off to her. She's, she's a, she's a great writer. So, yeah. Is she really? She's, she's mm-hmm. got the writing gene then, huh? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yep. Definitely, wow. Definitely. So, very yeah. cool, very cool for you. Well, yeah. um, I want you to tell everyone first where they can find you on the web. Sure. Um, you know, best place to find me is, is probably at my website. You can kind of get in contact with me there in a couple of different ways, either through Twitter or just via email and that type of thing. So it's uh, Um and uh, that's that's usually the best way you can get on there. Otherwise, you can find me in my author pages on Facebook if you just type in my name, um, and you can find me there. Otherwise, I'm author Joe Hart on Twitter. So any of those okay. ways you can get in touch with me. So. And where can we find your your ill friend, who I'm sorry could not come on tonight, Richard Brown, <laughs> who is the co-author of this particular young adult book? Um, he's yeah. he's at Richard Brown. Author, or I, can't, um, I don't remember. Which, which, yeah, it's Richard Brown Books, uh, Books. Com, I believe. Uh, so, right. yep, and yeah, his Dead Highways collection. Uh, his, I think he's got three books right now in that in that yeah. uh, series, and he's got I think more books coming out soon. So yes, kind of a post-apocalyptic zombie tale. And zombie kind so, of guy, yeah. yeah. So oh, there yeah. are a lot of those that really like zombie things. So um, yeah. which. It doesn't do it for me, but but I do like post-apocalyptic and dystopian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. well, I, I mean, I know The Walking Dead is really popular, and um, yeah. but I don't have a TV, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, okay. I'd rather read. Right. It's not the story I want to see on TV. I don't want to see somebody noshing on another person's face. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a couple of questions here before I let you go. Who's who's yeah. what's on your nightstand right now? Oh, let's see. What am I reading right now? Um, I actually got an advanced uh, reader's copy of uh, Avery Bishop's new book, um, kind, of a, uh, kind of a new uh, psychological suspense uh, thriller type thing. Um, and uh, yeah, so pseudonym for USA Today bestselling author. Uh, Fabulous. So, uh, that's that's who, yeah, so that's who I'm reading right now. I'm trying to think if I have anything else going. I'm reading a Nonfiction. I usually have a, a fiction and nonfiction going at the same time, and I'm reading uh, *Sapiens* right now as, as nonfiction. So, kind of a, a history of, of humankind is kind of what that is. So interesting. Interesting book. Yes. yes wow, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When you're when you have the time to think about your career as a writer, did you ever wish there was something else you could do, or that you wanted to you know, do? You know, there's a couple things that I'm, I'm good at. Um, it's nothing that I would rather do than writing, but there, there's a few uh, things that I am good at. Uh, you know, definitely working with my hands. My dad was a carpenter. My brother's a mechanic, so I worked with both of them. I, I probably could kind of, you know, I, I know how to do either of those things. Uh, but the main thing that I'm really actually 
I, I sound really kind of egotistical here, but I'm a very good cook. So I, I, really? I probably would have, yeah, I'd probably be a very good, I, I probably would be a chef if I wasn't writing. That's probably what I'd pursue. Cause that's what but I do. But that's creative too. Yeah. That's, that's it very is, creative. Yeah, um, yeah. Do, I do you, do you cook for your to, family? Do you yeah, cook for your family? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've, I'm the main cook in the family. So it's, it's my wife. Cooks I love like that. One every like two, three weeks. She'll, she'll cook a meal, but usually I'm cooking. So yeah. Yeah. It is creative yeah. to cook, though. You know, I mean, I, a cookbook is a great guide, but if you have the instinct for food, you kind of are taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that, not necessarily what the recipe is telling you. Isn't that true? Yes. It is yeah. true. It's so funny. My wife my wife will look at me because I'll, 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 I'll pick out a recipe or something that I'm going to do, and then I always change it. I'll go in yes. there and I'll, I, will, I will put my own spin on it every time. And Yep. Uh, yeah, most of it turns out pretty good. So it's it's yeah, it's really fun. It's it is a creative you know kind of endeavor. It, so, it's a yeah. very creative endeavor. I mean, you have to be thinking of the, you know, trying to recall flavors and combinations of things and herbs and mm-hmm. all the savories yeah. and and see what's going to work and what is. And I'm on kind of um, an Indian and a Thai kick these days when I cook. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, mm-hmm. that could change. I mean, I I love Mediterranean food too, and I only cook for myself. But I always make okay. enough for my friends, so I'll, I'll, I'll call up and say, okay, don't make dinner tonight. I'm coming over with something new. And, you know, <laughs> they're, they're thrilled because neither one of them likes to cook. So, <laughs> But I love it. <laughs> I love it a no, lot. It's, it, it's yeah. a great creative release, though, isn't it? It feels very relaxing to, to create a meal, for, especially for loved ones. Yeah. Yep. Yes, Yeah, is. I understand yeah, I love that. Doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you a cat person or a dog person? You know, I'm probably I'm more of a dog person. We've had a few different pets over the years. We don't have any pets right now, but I've, I've had both in the past. So I had cats and dogs. But I, I do tend to lean a little more towards the dog, uh, dog person kind of thing. So okay. yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I, like, I like you anyway. You can come back. You know, I have <laughs> five <coughs> cats. <laughs> Excuse me. <All> right. <laughs> you yeah. can still come back. <laughs> okay. Um, you said you started writing it when you were nine years old. What was the first thing you wrote at nine? Mm, I I remember sitting down. I, I'd read uh, probably one of the first memories of writing something was I, I'd read uh, kind of a collection of short stories, uh, and I wanted I wanted to write something like that because it scared the hell out of me and it, it, it really did so I, I was nine or ten years old there and I sat down with my mom's uh, electric typewriter and I just kind of recreated the story that I just read and I put my own spin on it I got all you know it was almost it wasn't word for word but it was the same scenario and everything and I think that was kind of the first attempt to, to create something of my own but it, I had a I had definitely an outline for this short story that I'd read and uh, yeah that was one of the first things that I did and, and then I just I haven't quit since so yeah did you? So you always knew you wanted to be a writer then, since since you were nine. I I think it was it was always leaning that direction. When I became you know a little older, I've been you know I just kept you know kind of pecking away at poems and short stories all through you know my early teenage years and whatnot. And then I got into a kind of a creative writing program when I was later in high school, and that's when I really kind of leaned into it. And I thought, okay, this is I could do this every day. I feel like it's something that I would love and wake up and want to get you know going on. Um, and, and, you know, and then it was later college and, you know, kind of early career, 25, 28 years old is when I really got cooking on it. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's been constant 
for, for many, many years. So, yeah. You are a writer for sure, Joe. There's, there's no doubt yeah. about it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this, the, this is writer Joe Hart. He is a best-selling author. He generally writes um, kind of horror and, and really creepy thrillers that are so well-written. Uh, and he has collaborated with his friend Richard Brown. The young adult book is called I'll Bring You Back. It is online in, sh- in your favorite online store. I urge you to go and check out some of Joe's books, which I think are on sale right now in Amazon. Um, there's mm-hmm. a couple of them that are marked down. So uh, I, I go mm-hmm. there, and if you haven't, if you haven't read his work, you'll be delighted. It's absolutely thrilling. It's a lot of fun. And I will tell you right now, Obscura is on sale for a buck ninety nine and mm-hmm. it's worth it. It'll 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 get your blood flowing. <laughs> so go, go get it. <laughs> Joe Hart, thank you for coming on the show again. I'm sorry that I missed speaking with Richard. Uh maybe if you collaborate again on another book, you'll both come back. Right. Yes, absolutely. We'd love to come back. You know, like I said, yeah, I, I know Richard definitely wanted to be here and just, was just not feeling up to it. So, yes, no, well, I we really appreciate you having having me on and whatnot. So, yeah. Always, anytime. You know, I always find you, you don't even ask. I just call you and say, please come on my show. Right. You have a book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for being with me tonight. I really appreciate it, Joe. And um, yeah. good luck in 2020 with all your different projects. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. You're you're so welcome. And have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Okay. And thanks for being with me, listeners. And thank you, Mom and Dad. I'll see you later. (laughs) 